Welcome to season two of Tell Me Something Good About Retail. I'm your host, Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doctor. You can find out more about me by going to retaildoc.com, where you'll find out I'm one of the foremost experts on brick and mortar retailing. Every week, I invite guests, vendors, and brick and mortar retailers to share their successes and their innovations to make the shopping experience fun. I believe we can change the world by those who are working in shopping and retail, so let's get to our first guest. I was attending Shop Talk 19 in Las Vegas last month when I caught up with Roy Erez, CEO of Loop Commerce. We discussed his experience selling personal computers back in the day and disrupting how commerce thinks about shopping for someone else right now. Let's have a listen. Hey, thanks for joining me on this edition with Roy Erez. He is with Loop Commerce, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. So tell me, um, everybody has had a story of brick and mortar when they worked as a kid. So what's yours working in brick and mortar or retail? Wow. Uh, high school uh, computer store. Um, Can you say the name of it? Circuit City or something? Or? No. So I'm, I'm originally from Israel. So it was called so I wouldn't know the brand, Bug though. something, which is interesting enough for a computer store, but that it was is. the point. Oddly, are they still around? Oddly, there are no. There are a lot of bugs in the process. <laughs> just like the wrong <laughs> car manufacturer named Lemons. Just yeah. Exactly. But no, actually, I do think they were still around. So it was Good. Uh, brick and mortar. Obviously, this is pre-internet. Um, yes, I'm that old. Yeah. And, uh, and I sold uh, computers uh, after school. Wow. Like little Timex computers by then or whatever, right? They were like... As much as 64K probably in the oh, operating system, right? Yeah, well, I remember my, my ZX Spectrum 64, but no, I was a kid back then. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I had fun. It was it was great experience, both selling and kind of I was always into technology. Well, everybody, right at the start of everything, people were starting to look at it and go like, wow, this could be a thing, right? Yes. It moved past the little guys putting their own computers together into mainstream. And then, and then what's that... Thing on the display, why is it in color? And then there's a printer, and I moved to color. It was actually pretty, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, that's not what you're doing today. No. At no. Loop, at Loop Commerce. So tell me, uh, what inspired you to start this, and um, and some of your services? How's that? <laughs> Absolutely. So I started Loop Commerce. I co-founded it um, with with Alex Siroto, my co-founder, about six and a half years ago. Um, the realization, what inspired was about a year prior. I wanted to buy a friend of mine a uh, gift, a new baby boy. And he go through the motion of, I had a son, and I really wanted to buy something thoughtful. And he know that it matters, and I want something that he would keep. And, and then he go through the motion of, what is it? Is it good enough? Do they need it? Do they have it? Then you go down level, I and mean, is it blue or is it green? Um, nothing really triggered, hindsight, nothing triggered back then. It was just a tedious process. What's interesting is I remember I'm with a credit card in my hand, going through a checkout, after spending hours of figuring out what to buy, and I'm unable to shop. I'm able. I'm able to check out. I need a shipping address. I don't know. Upper West Side, New York. Why would I have an apartment number and a zip code? And I remember it blew my mind. My two options are to ask buy him. a gift card or ask him. Exactly. This will ruin the surprise. And this defeats the purpose of what I was trying to do. How, how does that get into a logical conversation? So, did you see the Yankees last night? By the way, 
if you were to get something, what address would it be arriving exactly. at? Exactly. It just wouldn't, exactly. wouldn't work. So. so, so, kind of, I just remember the following day going, um, talking to my, my admin at the time, different company, and, and telling her about the story of online commerce, obviously, is happening. And you're analyzing, you need to know so much about the product, the person, the timing should be perfect. When it comes to what we now think about as shop for someone else, commerce is broken. Well, and, we didn't think of doing that online, right? And That's, no one thought about it. Yeah. No one thought, it was always an afterthought of um, gifting is kind of this thing for Christmas. I have gift cards, there's a registry, we're good to go. And I think, by the way, nothing, nothing happened. I remember a few weeks later, I did go out there, I you know, filed some patents because it made sense. Um, over time, met my co-founder. We both found it exciting enough to investigate further. Both of us came from previous companies. We've built companies, we sold companies, um, but we didn't come from retail. And I think in hindsight, that actually was an advantage because we broke rules. We kind of sacred cows of how things work. The whole idea was they just don't work. If you realize shop for someone else has a completely different customer journey and process to it. So everyone, as we're talking and kind of um, interviewing retailers and, and asking the questions, it starts with, you know, do you care about gifts? No, it's, it's a subset of what I do. Christmas, um, that's all we care about. Christmas, right? I'm good. We're, we're good to go. Awesome. So what do you care about? Oh, of course. I need customer acquisition. I need to increase my transaction volume. I need more engagement per customer. By the way, I need to increase my profit from the transaction. Okay. Now let's check out about gifts for a sec. And then you're learning that 15, 20% of all of uh, transactions in commerce are related to someone shop for someone else. Huh. And, and now we're talking about over $500 billion a year of merchandise being purchased from someone else. That starts to sound like some serious numbers. Right. Yes. And, and, and then when you're looking at this, we're saying, okay, what if we completely transformed how shopping is done, how commerce is being thought? And I'll give you one example. Commerce is by definition on a SKU level basis. What does that really mean? When you go online, I'll go to the product, I'll see the shirt, I need a size and a color. Why? Because behind the scenes, I need a skew. Why? Because everything in the fundamental runs kind up. of, right? It runs through that. We elevated this to product. We're saying if I want to buy Bob a shirt, I don't know his size. I don't know his favorite color. By the way, I don't know your shipping address. So instead of kind of eliminating this and saying, okay, then not buy anything. Which um, is typically what would happen, which right? Which is typically exactly that. We just said, we're going to just create a new shopping experience and a new checkout. And when we started the company, it sounded so easy or simple, just the idea. And we went through the process of learning. One, we got the, aha, uh -huh, you're right. Two, wow, why does this not exist? But then, well, let's explain to you why it doesn't exist because you need to change all these things and we can't change them. Right. And that's when we're so excited. We raised capital, started a company, got incredible talent, and uh, I went through this journey of we're going to completely disrupt how commerce thinks about shop for someone else. So now the way it works is, so I, I go on somebody's site and I see gifted, right? Little box by the checkout. So you go to, you go to a store like a Target or a Coach or like a Coors or others, uh, you'll see a gift now. Uh, exactly. And that's you. Point. That's us. 
you click on it. So you have added, so the notion is add to bag if you are shopping for yourself. Gift now when it comes to shop for someone else. And then here's the dress or the right. pair of shoes, right? right? I don't need a size, I don't need a color. I put in my shipping method. What's interesting, we, even that, we changed from shipping to delivery. The psychology, and there's a lot of behavioral economics mm. and kind of psychology behind this. If I screwed up and I forgot your birthday and Facebook reminded me it's your birthday because that's how people roll these days. And effectively, it's too late for the majority of the brands, the retailers out there to accommodate the same day delivery. So we decoupled shipping from delivery because no one ever said that I need to ship you the gift. I needed to be delivered. So with the psychology, if I actually create an experience that is beautiful, emotional, thoughtful, and you're instantly getting that notification, right? So, so and the physical to, item is secondary. A yeah. physical item exactly becomes secondary. Yeah. So back to the original flow, I go to GIFT now, I'll put in your mobile number if I want to text or your email. I can even print it, by the way, if I want to hand deliver it. I can then send it or deliver it digitally instantly, which again, transforms how people think about this. I always love to think about it from the faster horse mentality, right? You're seeing how commerce is evolving and everyone is on the fast track of how to accommodate the needs for consumers wanting things now. So basic, right? Find companies, let us do partnerships with whoever, you know, car service, et cetera, et cetera. We're seeing all awesome. When you shop for someone else, it doesn't have to be shipped. It could be delivered. By the way, it's free. It's simple. So you get the text saying, Roy got you a gift. You click on it. You land at the retailer brand at the store. By the way, they just acquired you because you might have never shopped there in your life, but you're now at their property experiencing the brand, experiencing the store. And you're able now, you're going through this beautiful, thoughtful experience. Again, it's not a gift card. You don't see the price tag on it. You're not asked to go and check out. It's it's an experience where the um, box kind of opens up and ravels. Yeah, I've seen it. It's amazing. Out. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, and here's the greeting note. And now go accept, customize, or change it. Well, I love, I love that idea because also for a retailer, I didn't ship this item that the guy may not want, or it doesn't fit, or he doesn't like the, the color. So my merch never left it unless it was a de- definite order. And even if the guy says, I don't want anything, then the default is he gets a gift card, right? He gets a gift card for it. Whatever. Absolutely. That's, that's a beautiful way to say this. We, 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 you, as a recipient, can change the gift virtually before it was right, shipped, right. to your point. And if you want something else, the same thing would happen today as you would get a store credit, right? A gift credit. Right. That's essentially what we do without the hassle. You don't need to right, run immediate. the errand and go to the store and change it. But now beyond that, then I can also say, what kind of idiot are you? I would never wear... Crocs or something, and uh, say do I don't that. want that. You can definitely. And do that. then you get that, right? Because I could reply back to you. Most people would say thank you for the gift, right? But I can reply. <laughs> so most so people we, aren't going to say it that way. We uh, we we keep it thoughtful. So in today's world, the brand doesn't automatically call the the buyer and says, "Hey, you're receiving exchange it." So we didn't do this either. So when you're thanking out, you can say whatever you want. So we, the service doesn't automatically tell the uh, the buyer that the gift was exchanged. Because in today's norm, that doesn't Don't happen. Don't even know it. Um, but you obviously say thank you. By the way, the thank you note becomes a huge thing. The buyer wants that 
to Absolutely. complete that. Nothing worse, group. nothing worse than give a gift and no thank you. Which happens today, Does. right? You're thinking, did they? No like grandparents. It? Did no they grandparents. Not like it? You're gonna write a damn note. <laughs> get over there, dark that damn. That's what grandparents sound like, by the way. That's what grandparents do. So now the grandparents can actually get the uh, thank you note. I feel really, really good about it. But that. it's a big deal. That's a that's a huge deal. So why isn't everybody doing this? What's the why? You know, there, I haven't heard of anybody that's coming after you or Amazon is coming after you or. Um, we, we definitely, so we recently clocked. Cause you're not really a payment service. You're kind of hard to define what you are, right? You're so we also now, it's, it's a good question. You know, we're, we're the intersection, I think of, uh, um, we're in the intersection of commerce, uh, and technology and psychology, by the way. Um, and obviously FinTech as well. So today we process the transaction. We do the fraud management as well. So, we so, so it does go through you and then it goes, it goes and then you us. pay the brand. Gotcha. We, we become a complete full service turnkey solution for the retailer. By the way, integration is super simple. And it's, it's always funny when we started involved, we talk to the retailer and they always tell us, no, you don't know us. You don't know our system. It's really, really complicated here. And it's just fun to have a dialogue and say, trust us. We went through this. It's going to take less than a month. 90% of the work is on No us. one's going to believe that. No one believes sense. that, by the way. They always go through a process of really, you don't know us. And the ask from us is always give us a chance, just talk to the product folks. And one meeting, and it becomes, we got it. We understand. Wow. And then every single retailer we go through, um, it is probably the, the lawyers take more time than integration. Who owns so, the trademark? Whose customer <laughs> is it, right? Whose customer is it ours? So, so we're, we're always, we're extension to the store. Uh, to the brand, to the retailer. We are doing this on their behalf. We are there to support them, to have them overnight be able to grow their business yeah. from a place that they haven't thought of. So their how many of them are leaving you right now for the wrong reason, let us convert them. So I haven't seen anybody really push this, that we have this option. Is that is it just getting going or are they? So, so it is just getting going, but you have Target, Saks, Neiman Marcus, Coach, Mega Coors, uh, Kate Spade, Vera Bradley, there are many, many, many that are actually already fully live with it. But I mean, like, are they saying we have this program now that you can gift anybody? That's where I guess I'm wondering. Yeah, or is so, it just a little button that shows up? So it, the button is the uh, the button is the call to action to start the process. I think now, especially after we were recently acquired by Synchrony, which is a fantastic company and a company that actually is all about commerce and retail. Um, they're processing so much in this world. It was a fantastic fit, and now we have a lot more resources and support to Growing. go to the merchants yeah. and say, okay, guys, here is exactly how to promote this. Here's how to talk about this, because we want to go to the retails, which we're doing now, and it's, it's, we're helping to connect the dots that you're telling people to stop buying on the 21st of December to get this on time, and you're losing out on the last wow. three days of peak, and then we're showing them how we spike during post-shipping cutoff, Again, people procrastinate, they forget. All I want to do is get the thank you note. And you just want to, you know what? It's exactly right. Bob, it's exactly right. I want my right. credit. I you, want, you, want you, the did it. you You want the brand did it. And, and it, it just works. It's elevating the thoughtfulness, reducing the risk, and it opens up new opportunities. You're seeing retail that traditionally didn't have male audience because let's be honest, guys are not good at this. We Especially are, trying to dress at the Upper East Side of New York. Just. <laughs> So, a lot of packages returned. It's really awful for them. So yeah, it's uh, so it's happening now. Um, our belief is, 
pretty quickly you'll see G-commerce as uh, known as mobile commerce or social commerce. Wow. It's, uh, it's pretty actually, bold statement. You know what? It's bigger in size and opportunity than all these other quote-unquote categories combined. And well, especially if those, it's as easy as you make it. And, it's, and that's the point. It's catering. Retailers already are, it's more of they don't know what they don't know. Right? They know card abandonment, they know site conversion. We're just there to educate them. When you talk about optimizing for card abandonment and site conversion, you've never asked the question, why are my customers there in the first place? Okay. And we're just saying there are two buckets. Shop it for yourself, shop it for others. Shop it for others is not insignificant. Focus on them, it's really, really easy to convert them. And that's the thing, it becomes incremental. These are not transactions. It goes beyond it's a nice to have and better you know, experience, it's actually binary. Well, if I don't have your shipping address, market. I'm not buying, period. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a whole different market. Right. right. Or if or if you retailer can't cater to my immediate need is shipping to Boston today, I'm not shopping here. So so we're able to, just think about the post-shipping cutoff, we're able to increase by three to four weeks, peak quality, yeah. year-round for every brand. And then when you think about the birthdays, it's actually a bigger opportunity than holidays. We always think, again, gifting is holiday season in December. Even in December, the number one occasion are birthdays. Wow, nice. So tell me something good about retail. Something good about retail. Um, I think people are thinking too quickly and asking the question, is retail dead? No, retail's not dead. People are buying, people are shopping. It's evolving, it's not dying. And what we're trying to help it evolve is to become one more um, around experiences. And, and there's an interesting thing. People tend to think their products and their experiences, right? So you, I can either go to Target and buy goods or I can go and buy you, everyone says millennial would love to actually buy an experience, a right. spa. Right. What Loop does, I think we bridge those two worlds. We actually make the delivery, the buy, the delivery, the acceptance of products, we make this an experience by itself, just through that, through nice. making it digital. So I think retail's evolving. There's a lot of upside and growth, and, and we're gonna be a catalyst in it. We're having fun. Cool. Well, thanks very much for being with me, Roy. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That brings us to the close of another episode of Tell Me Something Good About Retail. I'm Bob Vibbs, your host, known as The Retail Doctor, based in the United States. Tune in next week when we have another set of movers, shakers, influencers, vendors, and brick-and-mortar retailers, all there to make you a smarter retailer. <laughs>